You're listening to episode 52 of Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. This week we're bringing you the pairing of Gospel, The Moon is a Dead World, off of Level Plane Records in March 2005, and Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, June 1999's New Line Cinema comedy film. Is that the right? is con- that? That's correct. The oh, connection okay. is the moon. The moon, <laughs> the moon base. Um, and I have a feeling that maybe, I don't want to be presumptuous, but I have a feeling maybe we've got some new listeners in the last couple episodes. Uh, we well, did get a lot of... Welcome. With, welcome. Thank you. We did get a lot of uh, traction from the Promise Ring episode, I feel That's like. Right. And... Um, so if you're just joining us, the show is called Wine and Cheese. <laughs> this is Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm and, Mike. And I'm Joey. <laughs> and we try to pair records and movies thematically. It yeah. mostly works, but um, it's hard. It's getting hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, now that we're at episode 52? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. We've uh, we've done this podcast for like years at this point. Yeah, Two we took like a solid year and a half off. <laughs> We're back though. We're back, back in, though. Back and better than Ezra. Um, hey, that's good. an emo band. No, they're <laughs> yeah. not. Sort of. Um, this is the segment where we ask each other what we've been listening to lately. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, what have you been listening to? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Jawbreaker because I did uh, sort of cave and get tickets to the Philly show. Um, that's coming up in April. This episode will probably come out sometime in March, stacked, end of February, maybe. Stacked lineup, though. Stacked lineup. We got Jawbreaker playing Dear You. I hope they do pepper in some songs from some other records. Can't uh, imagine that they'd play like a 40 minutes. Yeah, you know, that's they got point. they got to do like a whole shebang. Hour and a half, probably, or something. Yeah, for sure. And then um, Lemonheads playing. Uh, it's a shame about Ray. Shame about Tay. Go back and listen to the episode. Yeah, check that one out. Don't remember the number. It was in the 30s, probably. Um, Just like us. And <laughs> uh, the Smoking Popes. And I want to say, I think that band Warriors are playing as well. Jesus, four even though, bands. Even though I don't think they're advertised yet. I was on Damn. their Instagram the other day, and it seemed like that they were playing pretty much most of the shows. You may not get more than Dear You than four bands. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping. I like Warriors, but I'm kind of hoping it's six to three. Three yeah. band shows. The way Three to go. is a lot, especially if especially are going to play a full, a full record. Yeah. yeah. Um, super cool, but that's going to be a long show. It's going to be a long show. Bring your comfy uh, shoes. And uh, the day before, I have tickets to see the Mummies. Oh. So if you're trying to go see the Mummies, I have tickets for sale. Is that at Philomoca or something? It's at uh, Underground Arts. I would go, <laughs> but two shows back to back. I'm I'm getting I'm 36. It's getting hard. Have you seen the Mummies before? I've not seen the Mummies before. You got to go to both. I'm sorry. Oh, you're, you're okay. <laughs> you got to do it. And well, and then a few days after that, Webwing is playing the church. <laughs> yes, we are. Is that the church? Uh, Webwing is cramp? playing the church with spiritual cramp and angel dust. If you're if you live in Chicago, Detroit, Canada, Toronto, Montreal, or the East Coast, basically Tight. angel dust, spiritual cramp, and Webwing going on tour, baby. That's a gig. That's a gig. Um, so sorry, mummies. I got to go see my boys. <laughs> uh, other than that, I've been I mentioned it probably the last time or two ago that Mitski had some new songs but well the album has come out it's called Laurel Hell and it's really good I saw she just played Philly uh, and it looked crazy no, or, it that, was, that, yet. that was Dua Lipa I'm very that sorry was Dua Lipa. but in that in that <laughs> conversation someone told me to watch Mitski's Tiny Desk <laughs> oh cool yeah that's pretty good um, she is playing Philly next month March uh, near the end of it I do have tickets for that it's at Franklin Music Hall damn um, I went out and bought the record like the day after it came out 
and that's not something I've done in a very long time. I went yeah. to Repo, and I was like, they had like a million copies of it, so I was like, I gotta get it. Right. And uh, yeah, is, is been, Repo your spot in Philly, dude? I don't know. I think Sit and Spin is my spot. Um, I actually just went there for the first time since the pandemic the other day, and I got rid of some tapes and stuff I've been meaning to get rid of, and I picked up some things. Cool. And uh, yeah, shout out to Colin. He's a cool dude. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was I would in my assume, old neighborhood. I would assume you're not getting a Mitski record at Sit and Spin. <laughs> no, they don't have. Yeah, that's the thing. Like uh, so many of the shops around here kind of have their specialty. Yeah. But so it's hard to just have one. Um, and then uh, my last thing I'll say. Uh, Orville Peck has a new EP. It's called Bronco Chapter One. Cool. Um, I don't know if you're like into him or not, but yeah, I, the the first record was awesome, and since then I've been like waiting on him to put something. Yeah, he's out, like he's put done... out one song here, a small EP here. Yeah, this new one is pretty awesome. I think it has cool. some of his best songs. It sounds much more like full and complete, and very very Roy Orbisony. Cool. Um, and like full band, just like big production, and it sounds great. It's like nice. four songs, I think. That's and it. And he has a music Damn. video for one of them. But it's called Chapter One, so I gotta imagine there's gonna be a part two or whatever, and then maybe it'll be a full album after that. I don't know, but I know so many bands were sitting on stuff because they didn't want to put it out during the pandemic. And he seems like somebody who's got a lot of label money behind him. So I was thinking, like, yeah, I understand that he hasn't put a record out yet, but it's been since twenty. 19 yeah. for the full, re- full Maybe, record. So, yeah. yeah, something like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm like waiting on a big thing. for me. I'll check it out, obviously, but I'm waiting on a big... And I feel like he's like drop. really on the cusp of like blowing up. Straight like up. Any second. If he, like, he, I feel like he started to and then kind of yeah. like went stagnant or whatever, but... Well, I feel like he was in like GQ and stuff. Like, I feel like he yeah. was a fashion icon with the mask and stuff and his music's so good. And the music, the new music video is pretty like very big production as yeah. well. Um, Damn. But right. uh, he's playing uh, Fillmore end of May. That's fine. I think he I played the Fillmore last out. time, too. I think he did, too. But, but I don't that sold out immediately. Well, I think he played the Foundry last time, and he's playing the Fillmore this time, the Damn. big room. Okay. Um, I don't know if that show sold out. It went on sale the other day, but I was thinking about it. It depends. What? But what have you been listening to? Um, do you know who else is named Orville real quick in Hollywood? Orville Sash? <laughs> yes. Well, that's one. Redenbacher? Okay. Not from Hollywood traditionally, but um, <laughs> a, a comedy actor that you definitely know named Orville. A comedy actor I know named Orville. Mm-hmm. What are they in? McGruber. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Will Forte. His name is Orville? Yeah. Like his real name check, is Orville. Check it out. I'll I'll tell you what I'm listening to, and you can you can uh, spot check me real quick. Um, I think I texted you about this. That band Dead Family Dog. I really I like. I think that we a listened lot. to it last time I was here. Yeah, right. That's true. Which, if you're listening, was just mirrored two weeks ago, I guess. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, they sound like they're almost like a Philly band. They feel like they play it like everybody hits or something in like a basement. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. They have dumb album art though. Okay, shots fired, but I think they're <laughs> sick. Um, I've been listening to, do you know that band Spice, the side project of Homeboy from uh, Ceremony? Ceremony, love that band. Yeah, um, you it's love got Spice? The bassist, the, the, the bass player is the singer of Sabretooth Zombie, and then I think the singer of uh, Spiritual Cramp is in that band too. Oh, so it's like a straight up super group. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. they based, okay, so I know the dude from ceremony uh ross i think his name is yeah. was like a he was like his mfa in poetry in from like syracuse or something i want to say so is mm. he's like back and forth between the bay area and new york are they no, based, do you know I where just, they're based out of i always just kind of assumed 
him and really all most of those guys are Bay Area dudes. Yeah, that makes. I mean, that certainly makes sense. But I don't know. They do have that song about New York on the rec on the LP. That one that goes, let's hear it for New York. <laughs> yeah, that one. Concrete, uh, concrete jungle where dreams are made. Is that what it's called? It has something to do with New York. <laughs> I actually bought that record recently. I got it from Sid and Spin when I went there. The Spice record. The aforementioned trip a second ago. They have two new songs that are really good. I don't uh, want to die in New York is the song. I wouldn't want to die in New York either. Actually, um, well, that's a story for another time. <laughs> um I've also been listening to Carbonus a lot. Mm-hmm. They're incredible. And then li- uh, this is nothing new, but that there's a, a New Order live album that came out like six years ago, maybe. That's also really good. Is it uh, of a current set? Like a more, well, no, six years kinda, ago, but like, is it? It's kind of greatest hitsy, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's really good. It's um, recorded really well. Fan, like crowd super into it. R- good song selection. I like that a lot. Cool. That's a band that I want to say that I really like, but I don't listen to them much outside of like the first couple records yeah um, but you can, I, you almost don't need to but i'm a greatest hits guy with new order unfortunately i don't, totally. I don't listen yeah. to them record by record yeah but I, I love their like their ones that are good the ones that i like i like you know right yeah, yeah exactly yeah um and that's all and that's it and that's all and, and that's it and that's all folks um back to my notes oh <laughs> yeah orville is will forte's name also this picture of him Whereas half his head is shaved and the other half is very grown out. It's Wikipedia, Wikipedia people that upload the photos are sickos. They upload the strangest photos. Of yeah, people. it's always like, yeah, it's always like pictures from like a panel or like them walking down the street. Or like, you know, when people take photos of like women in bikinis on vacation. Right. It's, it's like, like it's always like, like that. that. And you're like, why, why not use like their headshot? You know, I did really like uh, what's it? Last Man on Earth. For like the first yeah. season or two, and then I just stopped watching it for like no reason. We may have discussed this on the podcast before because I've done the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, uh, and then I just forgot about it. Yeah, lost steam a little bit. Yeah. Um. All right, March two thousand five. Get yourself in the headspace. Where were you in March two thousand five? Pottsville, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? Um. I don't know. Turning sixteen. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think of what I was doing. I was <laughs> out of high school for a year, uh, ish. In March? Not in March, no. <laughs> but, but like almost a year. Yeah. So I was probably just working at fucking Happy Harry's. Okay. Um, which, if you're not from the tri-state area, is Walgreens. But oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Happy Harry's a hell of a name, though. Happy yeah, Harry it was cool. Hell. It was, I had this old guy's face for the logo. We wore teal vests all the time. I had to wear a tie to work, which was crazy. Which <laughs> I worked at a drugstore. Happy Harry's. I'm looking at images now. Uh, there was a bootleg. Very good logo. There was a bootleg guy from either Philly or Northern Delaware that made a Misfits Fiend Club rip. Years <laughs> after I had left that job. Made a Misfits Fiend Club rip with um, with Harry. Harry in the middle, and it said like Happy Harry's. I want to say it said Fiend Club or something like that, or just Happy Harry's Club. That's cool. And it was a pin, and I it was awesome. I have it still. It's great. I'm getting a lot of weird stuff. So there's Happy Harry's Discount Drugs. His that's b- it. His bottle shop. His pork and brew. I don't know about the bottle shop or the pork and brew. I guess, Is this the same Harry? I guess you can buy alcohol outside of Pennsylvania just in a pharmacy or something, right? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, as far as I know, that store was only in like PA, Maryland, and Delaware. Maybe not even Maryland, actually. But interesting. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it was cool. I was the head cashier. That's pretty. Hey, uh, 
for being a year oh, out of high yeah. school. That's pretty impressive. That was my stuff. first job. Nice um, Good work. Yeah, thanks, dude. Had you, had you heard of level little level planes records before? Yeah, I mean, I definitely had like a sort of screamo phase, but yeah. like very very short lived. So I only had like listened to stuff at a very surface level kind mm-hmm. of involvement. Um, I did make note that Level Plane put out records. This is only like like a small capture of it, but from uh, Seisha, okay. Jerome's Dream, Hot Cross, Groff Orlock, and the Minor Times from PA. Um, Groff Orlock's from like Southern California. They're from Southern say. California. So it's kind of all over the place. Kind of all over the place. Uh, Seisha, I don't know where they were technically from. I want to say New York. But one of them definitely lives here. Yeah. Um, Hot Cross was based out of like New York, Philly, I think. Okay, so like Philly, New York, for the most part. Yeah. Um, this band you, was from. Had you ever listened to anything on Level Plane? I mean, I've listened to like I was a Hot Cross guy in high school. Hot um, Cross was cool. Yeah, I didn't really know Graf Orlock until later. Yeah. Um, Some this cinema is, grind. Yeah. Right. I love <laughs> all Graf the, all the movie quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the eighty third release off of Level Plane, which I was kind of like, damn, I did, I it, I, you know, listened to this style of music in high school for sure, and I, this never really, I don't know. Didn't come into my purview, as you will. Yeah, I would say that Level Plane, I don't know what I might have heard off them first, but they were kind of like where most of this kind of these kind of bands came from for yeah. me. And not even like on purpose. I want to say it was like entirely by accident. I think the style of music I listened to lended itself more towards like scene shit than this, than like Screamo, Screamo, like Fall of Troy. Like yeah. this does feel kind of like it's out of like... Where Fall of Troy is from like Molecleto, Washington or something. Like, I, feel okay. like, I feel like when I heard this, I was like, oh, it does have that kind of like Northwesty sound a little bit, but they're from New York. Yeah. Uh, uh, gospel is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I'm just doing a little bit of research here because this band keeps getting brought up on the show. And also between you and I, uh, prior to this, get rad. Put out a fucking seven inch oh, on yeah. level plane. I'm a big Get Rad fan, dude. I've got like three or four of their records. I still have one of their shirts. I bought um, Say Fuck No to Rules, man, on yeah. a whim just because I was like, the cover is really cool. Yeah. And uh, I have not thought about them. I mean, other than when they get brought up with you, like in a long time. <laughs> they have that record, I Can Always Live. So it's Get Rad, I C A L, Get Radical. Okay. Uh, and it's got like a, I'm pretty sure it's not screen printed. I think it's spray painted, but it's like a spray paint of Michael Jackson with a tiger or with a leopard or whatever. Okay. But he's got like a skull for it. It's very cool. Uh, running back to level plane real quick. Okay. Um, yeah. I want to say the band that probably got me into this label was Melt Banana because I was a big locust guy. Okay. And you, that, you're into like spazzy. And I was like, rock. what if I could listen to a band that's somehow weirder? And I found Melt Banana somehow and they're fucking weird. Yeah. And then that led me to like I want to say like page ninety nine and stuff who also put out stuff on Level Plane. So okay. they they and they got other bands too that I heard. But I only um, really found out about Hot Cross. They played a show with a friend's band in high school on like Mother's Day at the championship <laughs> in, in Harrisburg. Uh Lemoyne. Was that Lemoyne? Lemoyne. Yeah. yeah. Um and nobody was really there, but Hot Cross was fucking awesome. And it was really it was a very weird so some kid was like he had a lighter and he kept lighting his hair on fire. And I was like, I don't know what is going on. That's why, like in the band or in no, the... No, in the crowd, inside. I was just like, what's up with this kid? Is that, what's up, uh, where's that rank and like weirdest shit you've seen somebody do during a band? <laughs> 
that's, that's pretty that's gotta be there. pretty up there right <laughs> yeah uh putting on the, put me on the spot that's probably <laughs> i'll throw one. you mine real quick mine is uh this is will come as no surprise but during bad luck 13 <laughs> i saw a guy put a he like cut open or had a cut open soda can or beer can and he had it on the end of a stick and he was hitting himself in the forehead with the sharp end until he was bleeding he was just bleeding all over the place but he just kept like he was just kind of like head banging and then he'd smack himself in the head with the can hmm. over <laughs> bad luck 13 is a band that makes people do do deranged things for it sure did, really <laughs> we don't need to dive into that i'm yeah, sure it's been well documented if you've heard of this band i'm sure you know <laughs> Philadelphia legends. God damn it. Um, so this, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. So, so gospel, I, I did a little bit of research on this band too. This record was recorded by Kurt Ballou at God city studios Kurt Ballou of converge first week of March, 2005, uh, remastered in 20, 2019 by Josh Bonatti. Uh, gospel is Adam, John, Sean, and Vinny. Uh, this record came in a standard jewel case with a clear tray and a six fold, <laughs> six page fold out sheet. Um, and it only linked to themoonisadeadworld.com. Oh. Did you try to go to that website at all? No, I did not. Did you? Did you try to wayback it or anything? I didn't wayback it, but I saw that you can buy it for $2,095, which is <laughs> quite quite a fee for us, uh, you know, like a pretty underground bands. Yeah, uh, and I don't know why website. anybody would necessarily want that URL. Yeah, unless maybe they're going to make a movie about uh, this yeah, about maybe. the moon being a dead place sure um <laughs> sounds kind of like a james bond movie title or something yeah did you uh, ever did you ever see this band no i it doesn't seem like they played a whole lot yeah um, they, they, they seemed did, pretty short-lived too yeah they did like one major tour with converge it seems like um i guess I kurt re- really liked them huh i read a bit yeah seriously and I mean, they do have some convergy elements for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read a really long article slash like biography about them a little bit, but that okay. was like a month ago. So I don't remember a whole lot from it, but I, I couldn't really find much else. There was a forum called musicbanter.com and people were like really bummed when they broke up in Dece- like December 2006. Yeah. It was just a lot of people being like, oh no, that band rocks. I just saw them or I want to see them. And it was really like. It sounded like they really did not get along by the end of it, and, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, it is hard to find things on them because they are sort of like ungoogleable yeah. in a way. Oh, right. So, sorry. To you, go back. You this- put like, you Google like gospel music, gospel band. Like it, it's very, it's hard to, for it to come up unless you throw the album title in there or level plane or something like that. Right. Well, to even go back, is this band emo.com says gospel is not an emo band. It's a genre of music. If this is a band, you have horrible CEO. <laughs> Wow. Or, sorry, you have horrible SEO, search engine optimization. So like Oh shit. So yeah. Well, they weren't wrong. They damn. they couldn't have predicted that Google would take off all that much, you know? Not in 2005. I mean, it was it was, it it was, was around. in its infancy. Yeah. Uh but um no, I re- I never really saw them. I probably only really heard of them in like the early 2010s maybe and I barely even I heard like a song or two and I was like this is cool yeah. and then I just never went back. Well, and then Spotify point. recently um recommended it to me somehow and i revisited it and i was like damn this is even better than i remember it being my friend nick is really into him too he is he's a big screamo guy damn and nick uh, if you're listening this band's cool i like them actually yeah i'm glad you do i, I didn't know how you were gonna feel I, it was not at all was like like you i think you'd been like you had said something about space rock or planets or something like that so i thought mm. they were gonna sound almost like hum a little bit based <laughs> off like the record cover too <laughs> Maybe, and the uh, album title and stuff let's throw on a, any songs you would recommend putting on 
Um, I put my couple favorites. I mean, Golden Dawn. I feel like yeah, is. Maybe I feel like the that's hit, the hit. What's going on? That Golden and like Dawn. Paper Tigon or whatever it's called. Yeah, those are back to back. Like, yeah, yeah. This one, it whips rips. ass, but it should not be nine minutes long. <laughs> they have a couple long ones, but the album itself is not very long. What's it come in at? Thirty something, maybe forty. Uh, thirty nine five. There you go. Yeah. Um, which is great, but it's only about what seven tracks, something maybe like that? eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but especially within the songs, they flow part to part really nicely. Yeah, I feel like modern bands that well, I don't know many modern bands that do this style, but like bands that do this style seem like tend to do like a ring out or yeah. like a, a weird shift. Like whereas theirs are pretty seamless, pretty like, fluid, pretty but good. also definitely have like you can still listen to tracks on their own. Yeah, which are cool. Oh right, which is cool too. Um, I wrote for and redemption fills the emptiest hearts. Um, that's a very shy Halud title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and or lyric or something. Yeah. Um, what do I have? Uh, I found some videos of them playing in like DC and South Carolina in 2006. Oh, um, I and, actually missed those. And they have a wild stage setup. They've got like keyboards a lefty drummer, a 12-string guitar, and a 5- to 7-string bass. Like, holy shit. No one's borrowing gear from that band at a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a very, uh, like, they have to use their own gear. Like, very unique setup, I would say, for sure. Yeah, I should have looked up maybe some flyers or something prior to this. I kind of meant to, but I forgot. Mm-hmm. But um, do you happen to know, like, who else might have played that DC show or anything like that? I couldn't really find much on who, like, they would they would tour with or who else they played with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that Converge tour, for the most yeah. part. They did play, um, I want to say they played Dude Fest a couple times, which takes place in Indiana, maybe? Um, maybe maybe like wisconsin or something or? yeah something like that let's look up dude fest 2006 indianapolis cool. okay here we go because they definitely played this year because i watched a couple videos all right you got some you got some hits on this actually you know what they're not even listed on this that can't be right because i'm pretty <laughs> sure i watched a video of them playing dude fest in 06 hmm. mm. well while you're doing that i'm gonna put on another song called opium Okay. Which has a very like eastern sound, which is pretty hard to do without using a sitar, I would say. So kudos to them. <laughs> That's a good point. That's uh guitar uh posing as a sitar. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also kinda of funny, I feel like bands like this would usually have a lead singer, and they definitely did not. They were just like a solid four piece, it seemed like. Yeah, he uh he pulls a lot of weight because he Okay, so they played in 04. Okay. They played with... So that's even that's like well before this even came out. Like, I'm wondering if they played these songs. Do they have old material, do you know? They had a couple EPs and stuff. Okay. Um, but, and like random splits and shit like that. Yeah. But here's a couple other bands that played of this time, a lot of which I don't even know, but here's a couple I do know. I know Race Bannon. Um, they seem to have headlined a day. Same with He Who Corrupts, uh, headlined a day. Ursup Synapse, that's another big one. Lick, li- all these like one, all these like three word, one name bands. Lick Golden Sky, one band, one name. Oh, for four so far. I don't oh, know. Oh, for four bands. so far. 
Gospels on here, but they're pretty far down the lineup. So yeah, I, I feel like if they played in 2006 or whenever, they, or this came out 05, so if they, yeah, if they if played it, like 05 or 06, really I bet known. they would have absolutely crushed. And they played like a reunion show fairly recently, and they even have like I think another one in the in the pipeline. Um, they put out a tape last year, or no, in 2020, that has like a new song or two on it. Cool. Are they like old songs that they kind of retooled, you know, or is it just kind of like they're back together and writing still spazzy material? I didn't really look too far into it. I got to be honest. Fair. Like um, you said, hard to hard to find shit about this band. Yeah, um, it's hard. Oh, they're playing in April, April tenth. Gospel Terminal where? Bliss. Oh, that band's cool. And Herjaza, a benefit for someone. Um, Michael at St. Vitus. Oh, cool. So. Okay. So yeah. they really are a New York band. New York, New York. For sure. City so nice they named it again. They seem to like delete their Instagram posts a lot. They have three posts right now. <laughs> Weird. But they like post shit and then they come back to it and <laughs> I don't know. They're they're they a confusing bump, band. Bump the thread. Yeah, they're definitely a mysterious guy. Um I like what means of witchery might have been my favorite on the album. I like that too. I list that as my other favorite. It's super spastic and changes a lot, and there's a cool part. Where it gets kind of like slow and meditative around like the two minute mark. Hang on. This yeah, I was listening to that song today and I want to say like halfway through it gets pretty cool. Yeah. Is this where it picks up right here? Yeah. Oh, actually here. Hang on. Check it out. There's a really cool like it goes in like a groovy part, but it has a really cool pause right here. I love that. This is really And cool. I love this part. This part's a lot. awesome. This is what made me be like, oh, this this is this is it gets really fucking groovy. It stands out so much more than the rest of the other songs. Like the rest of them are pretty certainly not formulaic, but they kind of have yeah. a similar ebb they're, and flow. They're insane musicians and they're only like <laughs> a three piece. Yeah. Maybe four. In maybe the maybe video, four? So. Okay. I feel like there was someone maybe holding down like keyboards, but also oh, could have right. just been a three piece. You're right. I think they might be listed as a three piece, but probably have played as a four or something. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, um, Paper Tygon is another big one. That's I a good one. I wrote that there's a cool solo at 2:23 in Paper Tygon. Paper Tygon. Let's check. And that the out. way the song kind of progresses after that is pretty interesting. Is that where people would be like flailing their fingers at the guitarists? <laughs> Probably <laughs> like doing one of these. Yeah. Or that's more of a keyboard, I guess. But drummers doing some heavy lifting. Drum- too, but dude, yeah. the drummer is insane. Oh, that's sort of that breakdowny part is really cool. Yeah. Oh, there's another cool part. Let me check out. Your electric surge is sweet. <laughs> that sounds like a Blood Brothers song it title. Does. <laughs> there's a cool part right here. Reminds me like Spark is a diamond, who we also bring up a lot. <laughs> we do bring up them a lot. This will bring this kind of brings me to something that I kept seeing in reviews. Yeah, that pissed me off at first, but the more I listened to it, I was like, okay, they're kind of right. Okay. But every single review of this album is like brings up King Crimson and prog rock, <laughs> and I was like, okay, can we just get off the fucking prog rock thing? It's just scream up, it's like just scream up. <laughs> bring in the synth for our. I feel like a tirade. I feel like I'm at a fucking save point in in Final (laughs) Fantasy. Um, (laughs) It's so loud to me. I'm sorry. (laughs) My bad. But (laughs) 
we got we got some new gadgets. We got a we got a new we got that's our soundboard. It's our new segment, uh, the soundboard. Um, it's a synthesizer. But uh, I kind of get it. But like, it's very clear that like people that reviewing this album really haven't listened to that much screamo because it's just screamo. That's such a thing too, where it's like you can tell people for music sites, especially around this time, probably had their sweet spot, and this was so far out of left field that they didn't know how to didn't know what it. to do. Yeah. yeah. Um. We already played the song, so we don't have to play it again, but I did write uh, What Means of Witchery as a very typical emo intro. Well, let's check it out um, again. Fuck it. And, and, and it builds into like a wild like psych part. <laughs> uh, what else do I have? It's really hard to find lyrics to this album. Not many. So there's some songs that don't have lyrics. I there's some like. songs that don't have lyrics, and then like there's songs like track one, uh, the lyrics are wrong. Oh, nice. Everywhere okay. you look, the, the lyrics are for a different song. They said, um, from what I could make out, they said man and boy in almost every song. Oh, uh, the one where he's like, hey, you, you got a cigarette, man? <laughs> Maybe, something like that, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's, pro- I don't even, is that Golden Dawn? I don't even remember. But I don't know. I'm not, I'm, honestly, I listened to this album two or three times in yeah. the last month, and uh, it's, it's pretty hard to make like cohesive thoughts about it because it's so all totally. over the place. And yeah. it's like, in a way, meant to be listened to like as a one big chunk, and it should be seen live. Honestly, this I would love band. to see this band. Yeah, um, uh, probably won't go to the St. Vitus show unless they add like no. Dinosaur Junior or something. <laughs> Dinosaur <laughs> Junior, <laughs> that's not a crazy thing that they could add. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I get li- that. This band was cool. Would you go? Would you re-listen to this? You think? I liked a few songs yeah. uh, physically to the point that if they come up in shuffle and stuff, I will I will not cool. be bummed to hear them. That's again. cool. Yeah. Um, there is a, we mentioned Dude Fest. There's a video of them playing that. Uh, several videos of them playing that. Multiple angles. We we come to the blur after co- comparing stories earlier, but there is one this thing in this video that I could not get off of. There's a girl in the crowd, uh, front row, just wearing a saxophone, not playing it. <laughs> Uh, can't tell if they're in any of the other bands. We're gonna have just to pull stand this in up. there with it. We're gonna have to pull this up. Maybe we'll post a clip of it or a screenshot or something. But is it's it funny. Lisa Simpson? Maybe if you were there, which I doubt you were, and you're listening to this podcast. But if you were somehow there, what's up with that? <laughs> yeah, find out what's up with that. Yeah, <laughs> our Indiana contingent, please. Yes, what's up? Or yeah. <laughs> Did you get any Weird Al titles for this album? Uh, you know, it's really hard. No. I no? Thought this, I, th- I thought this one was... There's a lot of like uh, words that lend themselves to wordplay in the... In the Maybe it's because I tried to do it today. That I didn't really be. give myself a lot of time. I, I feel like a lot of times there's al- songs that are just like, the girl. And it's like, what am I going to sure. do with that? What am I these, do with that? These are at least like a lot of words, interesting words. What's funny is I pick like the shortest one then. Uh, Golden Dawn is Golden John. Not John, but John, and it's about a golden toilet. See, I did Kurt Russell's wife, Goldie Hawn. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so there you go. Perfect. That's um, good. That's yeah, good. I, I'm glad we chose the same one. Um, I don't really have anything else. I do have a quote from them, but I don't remember. Oh, okay. Let's, let's I don't remember why. Uh, <laughs> there's a quote from, I believe, that article that's sort of like their story slash like breakup story thing. Okay. Um. I don't know who is saying this in there, but someone from the band said, we had enough money. This is when they were on tour. We had enough money where we could stay in a shitty hotel and actually sleep in a bed. Oh, said Roseboom, whichever member that is. And like go to Cracker Barrel every day, which was fucking phenomenal to me because it's my favorite restaurant of all time. Damn, respect to Roseboom. That's awesome. (laughs) That's like when we we did the sleeping and uh, 
their quotes were like, it was fucking cool to record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, sweet. <laughs> it was dope and lit. It's like, what? <laughs> what era are you from? Yeah, at least this guy was like, I got to eat at Cracker Barrel so much. <laughs> and that kicks ass, honestly. Um, how would you rate this album? One to five. Um, I would give it like a... I think my instinct was a four, but I think I'd lean between three and a half and four. Okay. I might drop it a little lower, three to three and a half. Yeah. So like a six, seven. Yeah. But yeah, I liked it for sure. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, it kind of let me pay more attention to it because I had listened to it a few times prior to this, but um, let me pay a little bit more attention to it and appreciate it more. Yeah. Um, and kudos for one of our more interesting pairings. This and Austin Powers go together like... Uh, oil and water i feel like but you know i like the <laughs> pairing of, of the moon it's it's uh there's such different tones so stick around we're going to talk about austin powers to spy who shagged me yes yeah okay cool we're going to talk about that so hang tight back but before are you recording yeah <laughs> Sorry, we're back we're you didn't back give me any sort of cue i'll give you a q and an a buddy all right should i try to get in yeah sure okay and we're back and we're back but before we go any further we would like to extend a special thank you to lehigh valley apparel creations xlvacx.com Go there for all your screen printing needs. I actually got a LVAC hat on right now, and I did not plan that. Oh, yeah, the little Bart Simpson It's just guy. my current rotation hat. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they do great stuff uh, in the Lehigh Valley and beyond. Uh, so, once again, xlvacx.com. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. And thank you to Cinepunks, uh, C-I-N-E-P-U-N-X.com. <laughs> I have to think about that because I always want to say, instead of C, I always want to say sign. I don't know why. Sign I want to say like sign a punks. A punks. Uh, makes no sense. Hey. So don't go to that. Um, go to cinepunks.com and uh, check out all their articles. Check out all the other podcasts. And we don't and. normally do this, but I will plug our social media as well. We're at Wine Cheese Pod on everything. Twitter, yep. Instagram. So just those two mm-hmm. um, and winecheesepot at gmail.com. Might as well just delete the email because nobody sends us emails. But if, like we mentioned earlier, the pairing thing is getting difficult. So if you have anything at all you want us to cover. Could be a song, could be a band, throw could it be our a way. movie. I think that I th- was thinking about it today and the challenge comes more so with the movies because when we haven't seen a movie, all we really have to go off is the title That's most right. of the time. So if you've seen a movie and you have a little bit more of a clue of like maybe what it's about and the theme that would pair with the record more, mm-hmm. tip us off. Yeah, honestly, tip us off. 
tip us off. It sounds kind of gross. Um, <laughs> I did. I certainly didn't mean to call attention to it. My bad. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it was the way you said it. My but bad. <laughs> uh, also, just check out like Adidas. Adidas is a cool company. <laughs> I got the shoes right Adidas now, right now. We may or may not be sponsored by Adidas, and we're not. So if you can help us get sponsored by Adidas, that'd be really cool. I would love. I almost bought a tracksuit the other day. I know you have a couple, <laughs> but I almost need, bought one. If you need to try some on, I've got like <laughs> ten or fifteen back there. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was at Marshalls, and they had the jacket, and I was like, "Damn, is this when I get the jacket?" But if they you didn't get have the, the jacket, though, they didn't have it's the pants. a slippery slope because you you're gonna go online for months to try to find the pants, even if they don't sell them anymore. <laughs> you're gonna be looking for legacy green medium track pants with a, with a white stripe, not a black stripe, and they're really hard to find. Oh so. no, yeah. you're t- talking from personal experience. Yes, I certainly am. Uh, the issue I feel like is there are multiple like models of each. SST Firebird. How do I find the one for me? And I think they only make them in limited. I mean, I, they probably keep like the regular standard black tracksuit going all all sure. at all times. But I think uh, like I feel like red is fairly popular as well. Yeah, but they do like you know different colors or different designs and stuff that are kind of hard to find sometimes. So. Yeah, like do I get the one that's? Yeah, I don't know. Like, am I going to end up with like some relaxed fit shit, or am I going to get the slim? What are we talking? I don't know which one's what. I also don't know which one's what. I would I, love like a jogger style ankle. We can make that happen. That'd be good. So if you got we can accommodate tips that. on that, hit me up. Or if Adidas just sponsors us, we don't have to worry about it. We'll like have a personal connection to the brand. Right. Just ask them these questions. They can give us what we want. What That's we need. true. Until then, if you know us, you know our body types, you know what works right. on us, hit us up, let us know. Make us look good so we can make them look good. Yeah. So anyway, thanks LVAC and Cinebox. <laughs> But uh, now is when we shoehorn in a segment called Wine or Cheese. Oh, yes, that's right. Here we go. And once again, if you're joining us for the first time, we throw quotes out to each other, either from the record or the movie. Yeah. And we have to guess which one's which. Hmm. Having trouble finding mine. Oh, found mine. How many you got? Three. And also three. And you mentioned one earlier, so I'm just going to delete it, actually. Oh, hey, hey, you got a cigarette, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No way. I know, no I know kids, you got one on man, you. But my monkey sure is breathing. What you is know, that point? really sounds like it could be from Austin Powers. <laughs> what is he talking which about? Which is crazy. How about take care of yourself and each other? Uh, That sounds like maybe the movie. Yeah, it's Jerry Springer in The Spy. I tried to go even oh, deeper. Oh, nice. You know, that's yeah. good. I tried to go even deeper, but no. All right. My first one is I've got enough pills to last us both a couple of hours. That's got to be Austin Powers. Nope. It's from the song As Far As You Can Throw Me. Damn. Why is this man talking about how many pills he's got? <laughs> it sounds like an Austin Powers thing to say. I guess Austin didn't really use pills back then. He, didn't. he used the pump. He'll deny using the pump, but that's his. <laughs> How about he likes dogs and he likes bicycles? Oh, that's a tough one, too. That's got to be the movie about Mini-Me or something. It's from Congratulations, You've Hit Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's one where it's like it's so silly and zany that you think it's the movie. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought I was a test tube baby. That's Dr. Evil says that, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Scott says that. Scott says yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm out. Actually. You're out? Yeah. Okay, so my last one is I'll take it to the grave with me. That's also Austin Powers. Damn it. Yeah, yeah Mustafa. Uh-huh. Will Ferrell's character. I'll take it to the it. grave. <laughs> yeah. He just asked him, asked him three times. This is going to be fun to talk about. He's like my favorite part. No. 
Well, other than Austin Powers, what have you been watching lately? <laughs> oh, good save. Nice. Um, so I, I was razzing you earlier for not knowing about Righteous Gemstones. The new season's sick. Yeah. Um, I know about it. I just haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> you said, who is th- this picture of Walton Goggins with white hair? That's true. <laughs> That's true. So let's, let's see what we know about it. He um, kind of looks like a Harry Carey or something. <laughs> he does look very much like Harry Carey. Um, I started watching the new Aziz half hour on Netflix and it's just all lazy, hacky COVID jokes. Yeah, I heard it's not great. It is pretty bad. I, um, I'm at the point where I don't need to check out anything by him anymore. And not because of the stuff that happened, sure, but because even prior to that, his stuff one, with one his stand-up pony. was getting, it was just getting worse and worse. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watched the Beastie Boys story. That they was H- so good. The HBO doc? Or the perf- Apple show thing? Apple or Apple TV, TV thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It was great. Um, <laughs> I watched some documentary about tsunamis and how tsunamis are basically going to kill us all today. Uh, and it was really poorly made. It was just a bunch of guys being like, yeah, we thought, uh, this was crazy actually. I don't know how that happened. Uh, so they're just like walking around rubble of like destroyed cities and being like, I don't know what happened here. This is crazy. <laughs> so basically we know nothing about tsunamis are going to kill us all. Cool. Um, I watched black bear. Which was oh, pretty good. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, interesting. Shout out to Delaware. Shout out Delaware. Mm-hmm. Shout out hot women. <laughs> um, and then it's crazy, right? Black Bear. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. It's uh, you know what? I watched it like a year and a half ago. I don't yeah. remember a ton about it, but it's it's like a movie that it's like halfway through. Yeah, it kind of it, it shifts. It, it shifts to. A similar story, but people are playing different roles or yeah, something like that. It's like a movie about a movie being made. I remember really liking it, but I don't I couldn't tell you anything about it at this right. point. I honestly watched it very recently, I could tell you very little about it. It's it's like okay, so she goes to a summer home to write her novel or screenplay or whatever. Yeah. Couple gets in a big fight, blah blah blah. Cuts to black, scene two, they're filming a movie, similar like uh theme similar storyline like monogamy blah blah blah. and then uh it goes a little crazy yeah yeah but like yeah and exactly and part two does not take into the account the events of part one correct it's a whole it's It's like two separate movies but it seems like same thematically similar and same like setting yeah um yeah it was i remember it being pretty good and there's a lot of like is this the movie or is this the real life part right. too? It, yeah, I guess the whole thing is to kind of like blur lines between yeah. this and that. Um, I'll just keep speeding through. I've got a bunch of other things, but I'll keep speeding through. I watched a cool BMX video called Fast and Loose that had a really good soundtrack. It had like Power Trip and Exit Order and Fight Amp. Okay, and, and cool. And stuff. Wow. Exit was, Order? Exit Order. Wow. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and then my friend called me uh, on Saturday. I was like, yo, I'm about to watch this movie that scared the shit out of me as a kid called Prophecy. Not the one, not the one from like the nineties. It's the seventies. Not like, the walk-in one. Is no. he in prophecy? He's okay. in that prophecy. Yeah, this is like a seventies like nature fights back movie about like okay. mercury in the water supply that turns these bears into these crazy creatures. So we jumped on Zoom on Sunday night and watched it. Like, what's with it on? He and his girlfriend. Um, Hulu actually. Oh, sick. So he and his girlfriend watched it, and I watched it, and we like watched it in real time, and it was really fun to watch. Great. Yeah. Would recommend for sure. Sweet. Uh, what have you been watching? Sorry for taking so long. That's okay. I don't have very many. Um, well, I will say, actually, I'm going to save another one. Um, but yes. you can borrow some of mine if you need. I'm going to rotate something in because, well, you didn't mention it, and I'm wondering if you're going to mention it later. But okay, no, go ahead. Uh, we saw Jackass. 
Oh, um, I was not going to mention a good save. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, it was pretty great. It was so good. Um, not the best one, but not Ooh. the worst one. What do you think is the, the best one? Two. See, I don't really have an opinion. To me, they're so like, I, don't, I couldn't tell you which uh, two is sketches great which because, one. and I haven't seen it in a while, so I could be wrong, but I remember, t- I feel very fondly about two because it's that kind of sweet spot where they are still trying to do like, really insane stuff yeah but they have like some production backing and I mean, it's that's but probably, it's not too big yet well the, I, they like thought three was going to be the end so i bet right. two is exactly what you're saying where like they had the proper budget they were able to do all the stunts they wanted and were still in good enough physical health and probably yes. hadn't run through the catalog of, of ideas yet yes exactly um so but anyway that being said jackass forever is pretty great i really like all the new people too which i didn't expect to i don't feel a strong connection to any of them but i like all of them right exactly um and and the movies are 2002 2006 2010 and then 2022 so like dang yeah 2006 that's got to be the best i remember watching um I saw three in the theater in 3D, which was crazy. I don't know that I'd seen any of the others in theaters, which is insane because I love Jackass. I feel like I must have seen all of them in the theater. Maybe not the first one, but yeah. um, but anyway, um, I watched I Love You, Man. Does not hold up at all. Kinda, no? Kind of sucks, in fact. No. I did not care for it. I haven't seen it in a very It's long also time. not Judd Apatow. It's like fake Judd Apatow. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of glad it's not Judd Apatow because that would be a very different movie. It would be like a more improv-y. But you feel like, like it would. You it, it was around that time. A lot of the same people. And those are his actors and stuff, right? Yeah. Like so, you feel like it but is. Same it's with like, like same with role models though that came out around that era. It feels like it would be like right. a Judd Apatow movie, but, but it's, it's not. not. Um, you kind of get like uh, Mandela affected in a sense thinking about this. <laughs> I just feel like Judd Apatow movies. Um, tend to get a little too serious sometimes where I like a sure. stupid comedy and I feel like I love you man's pretty stupid comedy. It is pretty stupid. Um, Bummer it doesn't hold up. <laughs> and then I started Peacemaker, uh, the show about, you saw Suicide Squad, right? The new one? Yeah. yeah. You know John Cena's character, Peacemaker. There's a show, oh, yeah. there's a show on HBO now. Got it. Um, I think it's over. Like it just ended like a week ago, but I'm like three or four episodes in and it's really great. It's really oh, funny. Shit. And That's it's directed awesome. by James Gunn. Okay. Uh, so it's really just like a continuation of like that same sense of humor that the movie had and stuff too. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really good. Uh, that's all I've got. Pretty, pretty solid. Thanks. Pretty solid <laughs> options. <laughs> uh, to start us off, uh, I should have had this queued up. My bad. But this is the movie that features Beautiful Stranger by Madonna, which is a hell of a song. It is. It's so good. <laughs> So when I was at Repo, they had a copy of the Austin Powers 2 soundtrack on the wall. And Did it said, you get it? For no, the it was like the first time on vinyl. <laughs> of course, yeah, because why would anybody? Nobody's why? asking for that. Yeah. This song has no good, no business being this good. I remember the beautiful stranger part where she says that. I mean, that song's not bad, actually. I think it's a great song. Yeah. Um, I had the soundtrack CD. And you I, might still have it in your car. Actually, you have you have a pretty cool selection of CDs in your car. Well, I did in my old car because I had a CD player. My current right. car does not have a CD player. Yeah, but, same. And I'm kind of bummed about it. I know. That was buying movie soundtracks on CD was kind of my thing for a minute there. <laughs> uh, but the soundtrack overall not great. That song's pretty good. 
the first track is a cool instrumental track by Green Day called Espionage. And it's the scene where they're driving and getting chased by Mufasa. Yep. And um, Mustafa. Or, or, or Mustafa. Or, <laughs> I said Mufasa. And uh, then he's like, it does, it's crazy that the countryside looks just like Southern California. <laughs> yeah. But that song is really cool. Um, and that was like, at the time, the only way that I could have heard it. So I was yeah. like, I have to buy the Austin Powers 2 soundtrack. Yeah. And then I have to like suffer through Beautiful Woman by Lenny Kurt. American woman. American by I was gonna Lenny say, Kravitz. I thought we liked this song here, Joy. I thought we liked Beautiful Stranger. <laughs> anyway, um, that's all I got about the soundtrack. Um, bummed we didn't get a warm liquid goo phase in this movie. That's my favorite part of the first <laughs> Austin Powers movie. Um, overall, very, very quotable movie. Like a lot of just like funny, very quotable. You didn't go through the year and the the director and all that like yeah. you do. You didn't do that. 1999, directed by Jay Roach. Who has the time? Jay Roach married to Susanna Hoffs from the the Bangles. Oh, so I think sure. I think. Hear me out. I don't know this for sure, but she plays in. Okay, so Austin Powers was like a an SNL sketch, right? So she and this guy Matthew Sweet would play in his backing band called Ming T. Mm-hmm. And they're like in the first. I don't know if they're in like the second or third movie, but they they would be like his backing band because I think Austin Powers was like a lead singer for a band on SNL, possibly. And if she's married to this director, I'm feeling like that's how it all kind of came together. Interesting. I feel like, yeah, I mean, Does sure. any of that make sense? I don't recall ever seeing an Austin Powers sketch on SNL, but I'm also not like huge into that era. That era? Excuse yeah. Me. Um, but, uh, I mean, there are some scenes in the first Austin Powers where he's like singing the BBC song and stuff like right. that, right? And that's, they're the best. When they do like those, is, those little right? like cut shots with the camera zooming yeah, around yeah. and stuff, it's, I think You get a little the, bit of that in this, but it's mostly like them dancing to like segue yeah. between scenes, mm-hmm. which I think is fun. Um, um, they write Elizabeth Hurley off immediately as a fembot, yeah, which is kind of funny. I can't believe Vanessa, my bride, my one true love, the woman who taught me the beauty of monogamy was a fembot all along. <laughs> Wait a tick. So, <laughs> on that same vein, nothing happens to Felicity Shagwell. Is that her character in this one? Nothing that's, happens. That's a uh, Heather Graham's character, right? Yeah, yeah. No, nothing happens to Heather Graham. Why isn't she in the third one? Oh, you know what? I don't know. They just like bond. Do they? Girl. I, I have not watched the third one in a long time. I don't know if they write her off or yeah. not. But well, well, it's Beyonce instead. So like, right. So I, yeah, I would love to know why she doesn't appear in the third one. But I gotta go back and watch one and three. You do okay. So I, I'll be curious. A friend that I would like to get on the podcast, Pat Ware, yes, um, drummer extraordinaire. Um, <laughs> he played in that band Joyce Manor for a while, mm-hmm. and they all had their theory on like, what is is one the best? Is two the best? Is three the best? He strongly believed that it was three one two. He loved Gold <laughs> Member, the original, then this one, the rest of Joyce Manor. From California, I believe it's two one three, and they were at a show one time, and they did the, they like the, pull the audience? No, no, the crowd just started chanting two one three out of nowhere because <laughs> I guess I, I, the way they figured out it, I guess that's like they must the, have posted about it or something. No, no, I think it's the area code. So, oh. so they were chanting two one three as like Philly chanting like two one five or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the they all looked at each other like what? The, like I guess they had just been talking about it. Uh, I would love to get Pat on to tell a story. Yeah, I would love that. to hear that and hear him talk about Gold Member. That like, we could definitely find a gold. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, I firmly believe that it goes 2 1 3. I, I would even I would be okay <laughs> with swapping 2 and on 1. It. Yeah, I think it's just 1 2 3, honestly. Really? Yeah. Okay. I I think I used to feel that way, so maybe I need a refresher on 1. 
it's tough though because two like when I watch this, two has all the scenes I remember. It's like this yeah. is the one that kind of do- there's a lot of callbacks to the first one where they kind of do like the the Wang Telly like they do yeah. like the, a lot of shadows. And to then the, first the Mustafa movie. part is yep. very like rem- oh, he's like yep. uh, the wound is starting to smell a little yeah. bit like almonds. Right? Why won't you die? <laughs> <laughs> um, it does have. It has a scene where I thought was going to make me cringe, but I actually loved it. And then it has a scene where I thought it was going to make me cringe, and it did. Well, <laughs> not a scene, but so the first one, I thought it was going to kind of hate the mini-me stuff, but it's pretty good. That's the stuff that holds up. Okay. I, I thought think that, that holds up. Be, that's not the cringe part. Dude, Fat Bastard is awful. Oh. Fat Bastard is like the worst part of these movies. Fat Bastard is a is a, an unwelcome <laughs> addition to these movies for sure. So the, uh, this one has like, it has so much new stuff going on. It has like, and like you said, so many of the scenes you remember, like it's got the just the two of us scene. It's got Elvis it's, Costello it's in it. It's got the Elvis Costello in it, but they're in the past, but he is present day Elvis Costello. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That is <laughs> That's really <funny>. fucking crazy. <laughs> that is really funny. It's also got the just the two of us mini me thing, which I feel right. like that's where I thought you were going to say that was cringeworthy. But I mean, that part's the probably the least good mini me part. Yeah, but it's still fine. I'm okay with it. Um, they might be giants wrote a song that was supposed to be featured in the first movie, but it, they couldn't put it in there. Oh. It's just called Doctor Evil, and it's <laughs> in this funny. movie instead. Um, I don't think I picked up on that. I, I'm just yeah, going off of like data that I saw. Yeah. Um, fat bastard. Wait, I thought it was very funny that they say he weighs a metric ton. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking 2,000 pounds. Um, this was like the era of Seth Green. So what year did this movie come out? 99. So 99. I was 14. This was highly anticipated among my Little League softball team. <laughs> really? Yeah. This was the era of like I wanted to look so much like Seth Green in this movie. I was like I want like I between that and like Green Day at the time probably mm-hmm. be my like my favorite band. I was like, I want his hair so badly. I want to like dress like him in this movie. Yeah, like it was. <laughs> oh, dude, this is like right around him in Idle Hands too. Yeah, like, I, yeah, very he was such cool an look. icon of the late nineties, man. It's, it's a look for he was sure. He's a cool looking dude. Oop. Not so much now. Yeah, but uh, also another person who actually looks <laughs> cool is uh, Rob Lowe as nineteen sixty nine number two. <laughs> this is a good era for him as well. What did Rob look? He like <sighs> he was in Tommy Boy, but isn't he canceled for some shit like with a thirteen-year-old oh. girl or something? Uh, maybe somebody brought it up recently, and I was like, "Well, fuck, I don't know." <laughs> yeah, shit. I mean, seemed, maybe he seemed like a decent guy, but I guess not. I'm gonna believe it until I have time to look it up later. If, yeah. if there is anything disproving it, but I'll <laughs> believe it for now, straight up. Um, at the very least, but. Uh, um, also, the return of Michael McDonald, who gets steamrolled in the first movie. Yeah, he's like uh, he's in an, one of the cutscenes, like military guy. Yeah. of some aspect. He's watching Jerry Springer in the very beginning. Even. Yep. Yep. Um, I I think I read somewhere that Doctor Evil is uh, based off Lorne Michaels. Is that true? <laughs> I <laughs> like guess it's I could, him doing I guess a Lorne, I could see it talking like it's this him a doing a Lorne impression. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of funny. I didn't I didn't realize, but definitely definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think th- I looked back the last time I'd watched this. My letterbox review was uh, Austin never loses his mojo. He's still horny the whole time. Dude, I have a feeling that when you watched it, you were like obsessed with the thought of him losing his mojo. Really? And you brung it up like multiple times. Ooh, I you, feel like around that era. You know who did? Who? Tyler. He's, oh. he's got a very <laughs> suspicious theory that they steal something from him in the beginning. Okay. 
and, his mojo? And, and then they're like, oh, but Austin, you've had your mojo the whole time. And then he's like, well, then what do they steal from him? <laughs> oh, so Which Tyler has an alternate theory that they sold something else? Yeah. Okay. And he brings that up a lot. So Tyler, if you're listening, send us a, a sound clip of you explaining this yes. claim. Uh, in, my, in my infinite research of this movie, I found one real sticking point is the title of the movie. Okay. So, so you're going to bear with me for a second if that's cool. Um, yes. Two variations of the posters. One of them asterisked out the middle of the word shag. Other posters named the film as Austin Powers 2. Um the word shag is to help uh, increase the word, the like acceptability in different cultures so that it's not like, you know, mm-hmm. the spy who fucked me. Singapore changed it to the spy who shoiked me. Okay. Norwegian is Spionin Soms Spermit Meg, which is the spy who ejaculated on me. That's my preferred version. Well, hang so on. far. The German title is Spy. <laughs> spy in the secret missionary position. <laughs> Malaysia. It is the spy who behaved very nicely around me. That's actually the best one. Uh, and then there are a couple, couple more. Croatia, the spy who groped me. Brazil, the spy good in bed. <laughs> and then China, the spy who liked me a lot. Who liked me a lot. That's yeah. where? China? That's China, yeah. That's great. What um, an insane... I had those things saved as well, but I only had the uh, the Norwegian one and the Malaysia one because those ones made me laugh the most. Well, that's, that's the thing is like... Every site that I checked out, like, kept talking about how the name was a big controversial yeah. controversial point. So I did some like some digging and yeah, which is <laughs> pretty great. I like crazy. The, uh, the Malaysia one is great. The spy who behaved very nicely around me. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else do we have here? I have Doctor Evil's headquarters is a Starbucks in the Space Needle. Oh, that's right at the top of the Space Needle. Um, the introduction of Mini Me is actually kind of funny. It made me laugh out loud. It was. He, when he offers him a hot pocket, and he, pocket. and he offers him an ego <laughs> yeah. and then he tries to eat his smaller version of mr bigglesworth he has his own cat <laughs> that's right that he tries to eat we don't we don't gnaw on our kitty <laughs> yeah <laughs> there are two scenes that made me really laugh out loud the one is the chess scene where he's like you know how we keep warm in russia we play chess he's like i guessed wrong <laughs> that's really funny and they're like sucking on the pieces and <laughs> shit swallows it yeah and then my favorite is when they're like, it's Austin and Heather Graham, and they're like outside having a nice walk around London or whatever, and he starts dancing like crazy, like gyrating his limbs yeah. around her. Best physical comedy <laughs> that in the movie. That good, yeah. That's the Elvis Costello part. Is, did you yeah, say it's, that? It's yeah, it's like right before that or right after Yeah. Um, and then the zip it scene is kind of iconic, what he says, like among other things, did you like a suckle of my zipple? That would be a good one. <laughs> Suckle of my zipple is really funny. <laughs> um, that would be a funny one. Can you name which movie is sh- which movie is Zip It and which movie is... I don't know what the third one is, but he has one, right? There's a third one. Sh- zip It and... How about you, Dory? <laughs> Something like that? Fuck, well, there's a third one, but... Uh... Great I career. don't know. Michael yeah. Michael York, what a career. Basil Expedition, Logan Five from Logan's Run, probably some other stuff. Probably that just those two. Um what else did I have? Oh, another note I had about Elvis Costello is not only is he in the sixties as present day Elvis Costello, but he's like not dressed like he's in the sixties either. He's dressed <laughs> like normal. Yeah, what that's a very that's a really funny detail that you pointed out. I never um, thought about that. Fat Bastard has the same voice as Shrek. Oh, I feel yeah. like that's like a thing that's been pointed out on the internet before. Oh, here's here's one that might blow your mind a little bit. 
Please. So off the top of your head, just tell me the first number you think of, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't think about it. Don't do the math. How old is Scott? It, like, oh, sorry, the character or the or the is, character? Um, three, three, two, one. Okay, he's thirty, which is kind of crazy. Like that's a little old for the kind of yeah, character like he's, he's playing he's, in this he's movie. Playing like an eighteen-year-old like kid, but in sixty-nine. Dr. Evil and Frau have sex, uh-huh. and then she is his mom. Right. So, And he's frozen, right? Wait, what? Dr. Evil's frozen. Oh, well, well I'm, talking about, I'm talking about how when Frau gets pregnant by Dr. Evil, it's 1969, and then in 1999, Scott right. is Sorry. around. So he's 30 I'm just in 1999. Going they, he gets frozen, but they froze his semen because he's up there for 30 years like until he can be unfrozen. So that's right. why Scott's pissed that he's never been around his entire life. Right. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Uh that's kind of crazy that he's that, that is old. Insane. That's not something I notice until this watch. Either. He does. He acts like he's like fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> or like, and like the Jerry Springer stuff. It just seems like a sixteen to twenty year yeah. old thing to happen. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, with Fat Bastard, we also get the scene of Austin drinking his shit. Oh yeah, it tastes a bit nutty. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty much like out of notes, but I've got some IMDb tags. If you want to, okay, there, is there anything else you? Uh, uh, I got a couple things. Yeah, um, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to rush through this. The it's only quote movie. I have an Austin quote that just says, "I don't believe in science" for some reason, which okay. I think is kind of funny. Oh, I like the scene where, um, who plays the president? I don't know who that oh, is. Oh, uh, Tim Robbins. Uh, That's Tim Robbins. Mm-hmm. And uh, Doctor Evil threatens to blow up. Oh. I'm thinking uh, the guy from the first movie. Washington, D.C., and then he shows a scene from Independence Day. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. That is insane. Uh, and then, like, all the time Scott calls him out for being like, that you call it the Alan Parsons Project? That's a band, a progressive rock band. The the Moon Space Zappa? The like, Moon the Zappa? Moon, moon Unit Zappa. Very weird reference. Frank Zappa reference. Yeah. Because yeah. um, that's, like, the name of his daughter. His daughter, yeah. Um the scene of Austin fighting mini me in the space station is pretty good where he's like latched onto his crotch and he's hitting him against the pole and stuff. Oh yeah. And they're in spacesuits. Yep. Uh, and then he crawls mini me crawls in his spacesuit and gets all around there. Oh, impossible. Um, <laughs> here's a, you mentioned this scene earlier when they're talking about the shape of the rocket mm-hmm. and all the dick jokes in that. Woody Harrelson is wearing something fucking insane in that <laughs> in that scene. It cuts. To, there's a lot of cameos in that scene for yeah. starters, but Woody Harrelson has like an insane outfit on. I don't even know how to describe it. Just look it up somehow if you oh. can. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, and then that's kind of it. The only other quote I've written down is "My spuds are boiling." I don't even know what that's from. <laughs> That sounds like I bet Austin got kicked in the nuts and something like that. And said like, "Oh my, oh, my yeah. spuds are boiling." Probably. <laughs> um, okay, if you had to guess the top movie for Volcano Layer, hmm. there are only three. Volcano Layer. So oh, like his secret like layers secret in layer. a volcano. Yeah. Maybe it's this. It's The Incredibles. This is number two. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. I've never seen The Incredibles. Yeah. I have, but yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> How about crotch grab? <laughs> this is not breaking. Oh, uh, it's number 16. Gold members 13. Okay. Crotch number, grab. Number two is Gladiator. Uh, I'm going to go with like 
21 Jump Street for some reason. <laughs> That's a good guess. Or like Neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's something Magic called- Magic Mike? <laughs> it's something called The Gentleman from 2019. I don't know An that An American one. expat sells his high profitable marijuana empire in London. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is first billing. <laughs> Colin Farrell's in it. All right, sure. Hugh Grant's in it. Damn, okay. Um, How about Sexy Agent? Hmm. Whatever the newest uh, Bond movie is, I oh, forget what it's called. You would think that. No, it's it's a uh, gold member. This is number two. Oh, gold member. <laughs> it's gold member. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, Beyonce's pretty sexy. I just don't. I just didn't think it'd be relevant anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, hear me out. Ku Ku Klux Klan comedy with a K in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, like old brother, where art thou? <laughs> or, or, oh, hold on. There's a, um, what's the Quentin, like Django Unchained oh, or something. Let's see if there's even on the list. Cause yeah. Oh, brother, where art thou? number five. Good okay. <laughs> Borat's number six. Harold and Kumar's up there. This is number three. And then Black Klansman. Airplane is number one. Oh, interesting. interesting. Black Klansman's two. Black Klansman's number two. That's that's not even real. That's not even a comedy. Yeah, it's not much of a comedy. I do like that scene though, where the Jerry Springer show, where Doctor Evil is like pissing off all the racists and everybody. stuff. Yeah, and he's, he's just like, like, "I got your hood." He's like, bring it on. Yeah, <laughs> he like punches a Nazi or something. Hey, people love that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and last but not least, reference to the clapper. <laughs> <laughs> this. Yeah, it's this. <laughs> Damn. Is that segment any fun for anybody? I love it. I I think it's fun. I love doing it. It's fun to do. You're honestly pretty good at it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I tried to do it once and I was like, I have no idea. It's pretty impossible other times, though. I think I just had a good streak tonight. You did have a good streak. And, uh, the fans should be should be wise to document that in their statistics. If you're if you're keeping score at home. On episode 52, Joey had a really good run of whatever the fuck that game's called. Yeah, uh, IMDb tags. Yeah. There is one thing I'll say that I we should do, and I'm, we're not going to do it in time for the next episode, but we should run some wine and cheese metrics of like who's appeared the most, Ooh. actors, directors, stuff like that. You know what we I mean? Maybe intern. record labels. That would be good. Um, years. We, what, like Years. We've, yeah, that's a good one. Um, like with the last two albums have been from 2005 i think that'd be i was thinking back on the last episode where we were like man this is like our third appearance of tony shalhoub like what other people have repeated a lot and stuff like that so huh if you're if you're interested in doing that for us (laughs) let me know or if you're liam and want to do it for us (laughs) maybe the only person still listening at this point but uh uh no seriously uh this was a fun one it was definitely like uh, outside the zone of what I would have chosen for this podcast it was great yeah thanks for putting it together. I I enjoyed having a reason to rewatch Austin Powers because I've been wanting to do it for a while and yeah. and it have... held up oh what's your rating for the movie <laughs> it's so hard to rate comedies it's uh, hard to rate comedies and especially like stuff that you have like nostalgia for that you've seen a like. hundred times yeah I'll say three out of five same yeah yeah same it's like um, nice more good than bad middle of the road funny. Totally. Some weirdly parts. holds up, but like definitely some unfunny parts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Pretty my good. answer. Cool. Cool. Um, let's listen to Congratulations You've Hit Bottom by Gospel, and then we're going to eat pizza. Great. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.